Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Miss Casey Carter's Tea of the Week, where I'll be serving the latest gossip in hip-hop. I'm your host, Miss Casey Carter, and in this episode, I've got KOTH with me, and we're talking about R. Kelly, marriage boot camp, and where KOTH has been and what he's working on now. Find out what's going on in this week's tea. What up, everybody? I am joined today by KOTH. King of the Hill. What's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do some catching up on what's going on in the news and some TV stuff first. And then we're going to figure out why he changed his name and what (laughs) he has going on now. I'm super excited for this. Um, So super big news that happened on Friday got me really excited. R. Kelly was taken into custody on 10 counts. 10 counts. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, it's not really crazy. This is super expected. This is... We've been waiting for this since the release of the um, docu docu series that was on Lifetime, and yeah. I think we're all just waiting for this to happen. But there were some new videos that were um, that the lawyer and the prosecutor had, and CNN has seen the videos. Um, a lot of people have seen these videos, uh-huh. and it's in all the outlets. Yeah, and um, in the video, he's like, or I don't know if it's her or him, but they're referring to her body parts, and like they say that she's like fourteen. Uh huh. Like, I want to say, like, he's, like, this 14-year-old I mean, I've believed it the whole entire time. I didn't really need more evidence, but I'm glad that something's happening. Yeah, this is is really big, and it's a big step. Um, uh, One of my friends was saying, though, like, it's good that this is happening. Obviously, he's, like, the leader of it all. But, Mm -hmm. like, one of my friends said he believes the parents should also be taken into custody for, like, child neglecting, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of the people who were a part of this whole system should also be accused or, um, you know, charged with something, too, because it's not just him meeting these girls and like him orchestrating everything. There are people who are there's one of the girls who told like at a press conference, she was like, I showed up. There's a guy with a walkie talkie led me into this bedroom. They're doing that, you know, so there's so many people who are playing like the president. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like those people should get in trouble, too. Yeah. But, I definitely do. Um, it's so crazy how big of a thing it is. And, like, you watch, like, this season of True Detective and, like, it's kind of centered around, like, really? child trafficking kind of stuff. And, like, yeah. Man, it's it's real. Yeah, and I think it's a big thing. And I don't think that a lot of people take this stuff seriously. They just, it yeah. is what it is. You know, it happens. But, like, no, these are, and, and, and until it, like, is close to you, and like somebody within your family or like a friend or something, I just don't think people will care. Yeah, it's weird. Um, people definitely try to sweep it under the rug, and like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of propaganda around it that tries to as well sweep it under the rug. But it's a real thing, and uh, it needs to be acknowledged as well as fixed. So I'm happy that there's some type of step that's being taken forward in general, and especially with 
Mr. Pied Piper. Yeah. Oh, my God. All the signs were there. That's what the funny thing about it is, like, we we could have seen it. Mm-hmm. We could have said something, but it was just, his music is so fucking good. I was making a playlist for my party um, this weekend, and uh-huh. there's a song um, with on the Little John Crunk Juice album yeah. where he's like, about to roll up to this club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that was my fucking song, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I can't even play it no more. exactly what song you're talking God, about. God, that guy had hits, but... Yeah. Fuck all that bullshit. Um, well, another person who got in trouble this weekend is Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. They're saying that he was a part of um, a prostitution scandal in Florida. Sounds about right. Yeah. So, <coughs> so you think all of these um, charge or these accusations are true? I don't know if they're true or not, but I mean, it sounds kind of like what we were just speaking about, and like. I don't know. I think it's something that's probably a lot more prevalent than people think. And I'm not necessarily surprised. I mean, uh, of course, I hope that it's not true as far as like it happening or whatever, but mm-hmm. like just in general. But it, if it's not with him, it's with some other owner or some type of thing like that. So I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> and the people of power have these positions for reasons, but, uh, it's nice to see that uh, regardless of how big you are or how much power you think that you have, that there's still consequences for everybody if you're doing something that's, like, that morally terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's 77. Old <laughs> He's school old, pimping. Yeah. Old school pimping. He was one of 25 people involved in the alleged solicitation um, at this, like, it's called the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. Really? So is he like one of the owners or like was he participating? He was participating. Okay. Yeah. Like in an owner capacity or just like I'm pulling up all the time? Yeah, he was pulling up and and getting them happy endings. Yes, indeed. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, Meek Mill, when this news dropped, you know, obviously him and Meek Mill have a really close relationship. They are um, they have that. That program with Jay-Z. What is that? The um, The prison reform. Yeah, the prison reform. And um, so when this news let out, Meek Mill tweeted some emoji, the thinking emoji faces. (laughs) So I bet you he's thinking about taking his chain back from uh, Robert Well, (laughs) the conspiracy theorist in me is, I don't know. You know, when people are like fighting against things like prison reform. Uh Uh-huh. Or, like, trying to, you know, create systems like that. You know, yeah. sometimes they like to take you down in other ways that they can. Or you is know? it, like, his own way of being like, oh, I have power over these people. Or like, You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. You yeah. never know. You know, you never know what to believe, as yeah. we can see on the internet this or week. Or what the intent yeah, is, what's, if it's out of yeah. the goodness of your heart, or because you think that it's going to be good media for you and, like, even out. Potential situations like this. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I kind of, obviously, this is real. Like, I do feel like he's out here getting on these prostitutes. But at the same time, like, would they have really gotten on him if he wasn't a part of it? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, how many other people probably have pulled up and had their little happy ending situation? I I thought it was like something where he was like in an owner capacity or like he was like, Oh, he had money in it. (laughs) That would be stupid. That would be crazy. That would be stupid. But then again, everything would be on the house. (laughs) (laughs) So anytime, pull up. Um, Do you watch Marriage Bootcamp, the hip hop 
edition? Uh-uh. Okay, so Marriage Tell Boot Camp is on WeTV. Okay. And I have been taking a break from watching my Ratchet TV. Um, uh-huh. I'm just too busy, and it's just, it's draining watching Love and Hip Hop all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will, I will say Marriage Boot Camp has fully taken me um so <laughs> little watch. mo is on there with her husband carl okay. uh soldier boy dime piece uh waka flocka and tammy okay and little fizz and his girlfriend so it's B2K? just yeah it's basically <laughs> just a bunch of love and hip-hop people yeah. on there working through the relationships uh-huh. and soldier boy is so disrespectful like him and Nia, who is um, Teddy Riley's daughter, they've oh, been in wow. and out of a relationship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he's just so disrespectful to her. They're always up and down. Yeah. Um, Carl, who is Lil Mo's husband, uh-huh. ended up like FaceTiming a girl in the house with all these cameras around and like basically got caught up scripted yeah. <laughs> i just think he's a piece of shit yeah. he is and the funny thing is is like little mo wasn't mad that he did that mm-hmm. she was more so mad because he didn't give her a heads up okay which is just like are Do you they have an open relationship or no like, what is their status? but i think she has said it multiple times this is like her third or fourth marriage and she just does not want to get another divorce uh. Yeah, I seen them on uh, the Breakfast Club. I think. Yeah, yeah and yeah. just it's so unhealthy. It's so toxic. I feel so bad. Like he's obviously hella young. She's a lot older. They have hella kids, or she has like four or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Tammy and Waka are pretty entertaining. They're just two hotheads. Yeah, they be smoking. Everybody smokes hella weed on there. That's tight. Where does it take place? Um, it's like in a mansion in L.A. They okay. have like two um psychiatrists or therapists on there, uh-huh. and it gets real. Like a lot of. They put obviously, you know, it's like they put them in different games and situations and try to like bring out different parts out of the relationship and kind of yeah. like have them understand each other better. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy it. So everybody should watch it. Um, it's on WeTV, but there's like full episodes on YouTube. Okay. So everyone check that out. Is there anything you're watching that I should watch? True Detective is a show that I yeah. still haven't got into, but everyone talks about it. Yeah, for sure. The first season's really good. Um, the second season's all right, but this third season's really good. And the finale is on tonight. So. Oh, Hey. Okay, what is that on? Showtime? It's on HBO. HBO, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of HBO, they're putting um, out this documentary on the Neverland with um, about Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Have you heard about that? Nah. It's these oh, yeah, the family suing or something, right? Yeah, because these are two people who have went to court and said that he didn't do anything to him. Mm-hmm. Or he, uh, Michael didn't do anything to them, yeah. but then now they're putting out this documentary, making it seem like he did shit to them. Yeah, they're so just trying to get some money. It's fucked up. Like, yeah. come especially because he's dead. You know what I mean? They waited until he was dead to. You know what I mean? Well, I think too. It's like in height of like the whole R. Kelly and like Me Too movement. Just everyone like basically victimizing themselves. I mean, you know, yeah. people are victims, but it's just like they're trying to hop on that wave. Yeah. And it's it sucks. Business. And like, yeah, they're not really caring about the issue in that regard. It seems like with that documentary, they're just more so trying to get their piece of the pie. Yeah. And I think, you know, HBO's kind of putting their self on the line by like putting this documentary out on their platform. Yeah. Affiliating their business with them. But the funny thing is that HBO also has Game of Thrones. 
So, <laughs> you know, I, I hear it's coming back in April. Oh my God. Are you a fan? I am a fan. Oh man. Are I'm you? thinking about, uh, so I just hopped on the wave okay. um, last month and I went through all seven seasons. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm fully in. Binging through it. Yeah. I was like, I was like off of work for like two and a half weeks and uh-huh. it is just that addicting. Yeah. Like, oh my God. There's so, so much going on and all the names are like kind of similar. So like when they're referring to each other at different times, I'll get like confused. <laughs> I totally used Google every time like I had a question or like needed to know. I like always had the family tree saved. Yeah, yeah. It was just I needed to know. But I think what I'm going to do now that I have hella time is I'm totally going to watch it over again. Okay. Um, because like season two introduced so many new characters and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. So many people die. Man, crazy, crazy. Yes, epic. Yes, can't wait for that. Well, um, you just dropped a new project, I King of the do. Hill. Yes. Um, who's Goblin ENT? <laughs> Goblin ENT. Uh, that's just like kind of a name I made up, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, I like it. It stands for something, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to share. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we can talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's been the first pro. Well, it's the first project under this new name, yeah. King of the Hill. Yeah, new um, You previously went by Thaddeus David. So yeah. why the name switch? Uh, the name switch kind of stemmed from just like the hiatus that happened in between the time that was like spent off and just kind of wanting that fresh start and wanting to reintroduce myself in the new way with like bigger momentum going behind it and making bigger moves and just like uh having more to invest into myself so wanted to have that fresh start after the time off and uh I felt like the name was fitting and uh I just had like kind of a story with it and uh yeah I felt like it fit yeah why did you take a break uh so many reasons so many reasons we got time yeah So, you know, the music stuff is very consuming uh, in all different capacities, financially, mentally, time-wise. And uh, I needed some time off to take care of myself and make sure that everything was straight in my life as far as all of those regards. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the main reason, I would say. And then just kind of getting tired of it or, like, so much music out and so many and uh, not necessarily getting what I wanted in return for them. <clears throat> but also not being patient. So uh, I don't know. It was kind of working on rebalancing myself so that I could come back fresh. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't mind these days, like, taking time out to, like, have, like, a six-month campaign to, like, drop the project. Like, I dropped the first video with Payroll in November, and then we just dropped in February. So it's been, like, five months. And then I got other stuff that I plan on dropping to promote the project, too. So <clears throat> I feel like I'm just ready to do things the right way. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, or. Not that there is a right way, but you know what I'm saying. You had some time to, like, think and evaluate. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a team around you? 
Nah. I so don't. you're doing this all yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Because you're very, I mean, you're very polished with all your releases right now. And everything is just like coming really fresh. And it seems like it's all timely. Thank so you. I appreciate that. Good, like, good job. Because I think that's like one thing that a lot of the independent artists lack is like if they don't have a team and they are doing it themselves, they're very sloppy with it. They're, and you or know, a lot of these, yeah, like, a lot of these younger artists are just like drop, drop, drop. They're not even mixing their music. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> right? <clears throat> and yeah. kids are fucking with it. And that's wild because like with this, like uh, I've always recorded with one particular person, and uh, this project I recorded at Undercast, and like. Wanted to make sure that, like, I went to the big studio. I went to, like, the best engineers and, like, tried to make sure that everything was super polished because that was really important to me. When you decided that you wanted to come back, what what sparked that when you were like, okay, I think I'm ready? Because um, you're off social media and everything. Yeah, I really took myself out of there. I just felt like a lot of the stuff was just kind of uh, too absorbing and just... I needed a break from everything and just, I don't know. Um, what made me come back? Uh, honestly, like, I was still, like, doing stuff low-key, but I wouldn't put stuff out. Okay. Uh, I would just still, like, record a little bit, like, maybe, like, three times over, like, the course of, like, two and a half years or something like that. And then um, Dom, Def D, the uh, producer of the mm-hmm. project, he reached out and... Um, he was talking about how I needed to do a comeback and everything, and it was something that I'd been already considering. Okay. Um. So it was Dom was kind of that extra fuel to uh, get things going, and <clears throat> I felt like I was in a secure enough situation where I could afford to spend the time and the money and like investing in myself. And so yeah, and I'm you know I don't I didn't want to look back and ever be like oh, I should have did it this way or so. I figured, why not now? Are you more confident in making this work than you were when you nah, got I feel, <laughs> I feel like I was more confident then. Oh, okay. And I feel like, not that I'm not confident now, but I feel like that uh, I felt like back then I wanted or I felt like I deserved more for, like, what I was doing. And now I'm just, like, open and I'm willing to, like, explore and, like, try and figure out what I need to do to get that acceptance opposed to being like damn why aren't i getting these looks why aren't i yeah affiliated with this or blah 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 when they talk about, you know what i mean so uh kind of like flipping the script and uh just like oh they're not fucking with me okay let me do this or yeah. let me do that and like trying to be more resourceful than like just like standalone and contemplative and stuff like that do you think the seattle music scene um can kind of drain you a little bit <laughs> yeah and i think that being just in seattle all the time as a seattle artist can kind of drain you as well because uh, like i mean <laughs> like i love our city and stuff but uh we're not like the most supportive of hip-hop in general i feel like when you look at like the demographic of seattle currently like most people <laughs> you know what i mean Opposed to like L.A. or Atlanta or the Bay or Detroit or uh, Florida or whatever. So <laughs> I feel like if you are going to be a Seattle artist and you want to get out of Seattle, you really just got to do that. You got to get out of Seattle, start moving around, reach out to different artists, reach out to people, try and make moves happen for yourself because uh, it can be stagnant. Uh, you can feel like a hamster, like in a wheel, and you're just yeah. doing the same thing over and over again. So. 
<laughs> I feel like it's important to like reach out and branch out and try and source to other uh, markets, other people, other lifestyles. You yeah. Know what I mean? so. Would you ever leave? Are you considering it? Uh, I don't think that I would leave necessarily because uh, I have a good network here. But uh, I feel like I need to be traveling more. Moving you do travel more. a lot. I've been traveling <laughs> recently. Yeah, I have been. Um, but I feel like that stuff's important, uh, not only for just like me creatively, but as far as like seeing other things, but like being able to reach out to other people and uh, meet different artists, see how different people are doing it different ways or like how these events are happening and um, just be inspired as well as expanding your network and meeting these people. Where did the name King of the Hill come from? I mean, obviously, if you do kick it on the hill, you know you'll see that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it just felt right. Uh, so, like, I've always been on Capitol Hill my whole entire life. I grew up in South Seattle, like, Skyway Rainier Beach. But, uh, like, I went to preschool at Pike Place Market. I went to K-8 through at St. <laughs> Joe's on Aloha. And then I went to high school on Madison as well, so... And then I went to Seattle Central and like I've always lived around the hill or surrounding areas. And yeah, kind of like how you said, you'll always see me out if you're mm -hmm. on the hill and uh, just kind of got a rapport up there and support and love. Uh, and uh, I as well love the hills. So, you know, it's a reciprocation thing. And uh, I felt like it fit. And uh, as well, <laughs> I, I kind of seen like other people kind of like running with the hill and like whereas like six years ago, seven years ago, I dropped Trapital Trill. And like, I've been talking about the hill mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Whereas a lot of people are like, oh, starting to come around to the hill like later and stuff. And like, I don't know. It's <laughs> evolved a lot. I remember yeah. when we used to go out all the time and, you Capital know, Club. when, yeah. And what, um, 95 Slide and yeah. War Room and all that, when that Maharaja. was there. Yeah. All those places. And, then I think it was just like one year where we went out in the summer and it was just like, who the fuck are all these people? And why yeah. are they like y'all would never be up on Capitol Hill. For sure. And then it was just like everyone started. And then now it's just like the epicenter of nightlife now. Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, and I also say it's just like a lot of the bars are, you know, no cover. And that's where the dance scene is. But it's just yeah. it's a whole different place now. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember like growing up where like Capitol Hill was like the place for the outcasts and like. Uh, you would see people the gay bars, gay bars and just like more. So like the punk rock stuff, yeah. and like, uh, like people having mohawks and not like in a stylish way, like in a, like, you know what I mean? Off putting way or mm -hmm. like alternative lifestyle. And like, I feel like that outcast vibe and all that, like aura has kind of left kind of like how like downtown used to be like historically Seattle downtown is like smut town you know what i mean like a lot of like third avenue yeah all that <laughs> stuff you know what i mean so um yeah it's crazy to see how the hills evolve but the love is still there yeah no it's it's it is still popping you know we be doing our parties at Barbosa. yeah um let's talk about this artwork i like it thank you yeah I appreciate who did this uh so lawrence Jeanette did the artwork mm -hmm. um he's a really dope artist and i've known him for a long time um he's done a lot of different type of art he's done like installations he's done murals he does all different types of stuff so uh i'd seen a piece that he had done and it kind of inspired me and uh i came at him with the with the concept and uh he really followed through and knocked it out the park and uh 
it's been getting received well and i feel like with the music like the cover is so so much these days you know what i mean absolutely i hate when people don't care about their artwork yeah so it's just it's great to see that somebody cares so much to put something so dope because then it's not something that you just look at like you got to look at it and you got like you know you'll find little things every yeah. time you look at it so yeah. i see certain people and stuff like that yeah, yeah. i yeah. like that do you have any shows coming up uh, I don't have any shows lined up right now. Okay. Um, is that important to art? Because, I mean, again, we keep going back and forth, but it's like mm-hmm. back then it was like shows were it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what we lived for. And I used to throw shows all the time. Yeah. I'm terrified to throw shows now. Yeah, shows aren't like, what it is anymore. It's intimidating, right? So scary because yeah. venues aren't expensive. And I don't want to be like, well, they're so, you know, fuck them. Like, no, it's very expensive to run a venue. So yeah. I get that. But at the same time, there's just so little space for artists to perform at. And then, yeah. like, you guys do it from, you know, you gotta, you want to make some bread. And yeah. how can you make bread if you, all that bread's going to pay for the venue? Yeah, for sure. So, And uh, I feel like uh, doing a show at the right time is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I feel like I have some more work to do on expanding my audience and uh, putting out some more stuff and just, like, expanding in general. Um, I want it to be something where I'm, like hella proud and like feeling triumphant not like looking out and being like oh damn why are people fucking with me yeah da, 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 da. i feel like uh, sometimes if you're not ready to do a show like some people will jump the gun and then they have like a show and it's like before you even get to get running you're like tripping you know what i yeah. mean yeah tripping no. before you can even hit the road you know what i mean it's so you know what hearing that you did take this break and then your mind just seems a lot more clear mm-hmm. and you, even though you say you're like more confident then i feel like your confidence is a lot stronger because you kind of been through it and you kind of yeah. like know what to expect in a way even though you don't know what's coming to you and yeah. i think it's important a lot of these artists are just so impatient mm-hmm. and they don't take the time to like care about their art, their craft. They just want to make it. They want the clout. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. I think that break was really like it's. I think a lot of people should do it. Yeah, no, nah, it's refreshing. I'm. Uh, I was very happy to do it, but I'm happy to be back working and. Uh, yeah. Definitely working on some new stuff and new projects, new people, and uh, looking forward to the future for sure. What are you listening to right now? What am I listening to right now? I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to. Uh, <laughs> primarily, I find myself listening to a lot of artists from like. Detroit and okay. Oakland, um, but then I'll they listen. sound the same, which is crazy, right? Yeah, they all kind of got like that old school, like Hot Boys, Big Timers, Manny Fresh mm-hmm. kind of sound. You yeah, know what I mean? um, and then I'll find myself like listening to a whole bunch of like old '80s, '90s R&B and like soul stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I I don't know. I've been listening to PZ, Payroll, Giovanni. I listen to Filthy Rich a fair amount. Uh, Y&W Melly. I'm feeling Melly. Really? Yeah. I okay. Like Sauce Waka. Jarv uh, loves Sauce Waka. Yeah. He's uh, cool, but and didn't Jay Z put him on a playlist? playlist? Yeah. It's a big look. And uh, I actually randomly received a DM from Sauce Waka. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Yeah. Don't uh, tell Jarv. Did you tell Jarv? I did tell Jarv. <laughs> I did tell Jarv. We we've been talked about it. Uh, you know, Jarv loves Sada Baby too. Yeah, I, I know. Sada. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I didn't know who that was, and then I was I asked him. I was like, you know, this guy. He's like, I've been slapping him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, I gotta get back into it. Yeah. I mean, just I I can't stop listening to that Cardi B and um, Bruno Mars song. <laughs> That's your joint right now. <laughs> 
Have you heard it? Uh, uh, or, uh, is it the, it's a new one. Yeah, okay. it's like that, Um, you know that R&B Jodeci vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really fuck with that, so I'm excited about that. How about that Blueface guy? You like him? Uh, Blueface is cool. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like there's a time and a place for everything, so I, I could listen to some Blueface here and there, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's pretty funny. He reminds me of, like, a mix of, like, Sugar Free, E-40, and, like, Silk the Shocker, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. Like that that offbeat, but Ugh. I mean, he's definitely not gassing, but he's got some yeah. slaps, and it's like comedic, and like I enjoy it. You know, I'm here to have a good time. A cosine <laughs> man can really help you. Yeah. And like, but who was his? I think so. He has Drake on the album. Okay. Yeah. And, and then Wack 100 is like pushing him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But like know? he signed a Cash Money West, so it's like kind of like hmm, that Cash Money. uh infamy and not in a good way we know some other cash money people from here i don't know sometimes you just be like i don't even know what that means anymore yeah what does that even mean well thank you that oh king of the hill i'm so so i'm gonna have to get used to that (laughs) nah it's all good um thank you so much for coming through where can people follow you at uh they can follow me at thkoth206 on twitter instagram uh the project's up on all streaming platforms Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, whatever you're listening on. It's available Seven there. songs, really great way to reintroduce yourself. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like that. that. You know, some people drop, like, fat-ass projects. It's like, all right, like, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, no, this wants, this get, leaves you wanting more. Yeah, that I've been hearing that a lot, and I really like that. And uh, I feel like that's how I'm trying to do it from now on, leave you wanting more opposed to, damn, he puts out so much, or mm-hmm. da 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 you know what I mean? So... That's and then the, people will hear this and then they'll go back and find your other music. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. For sure. Well, thank you so much, you thank guys. You. Make sure to follow me at Miss Casey Carter on Instagram and follow Cube93 at Cube933 on all platforms. And I'll see you guys next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.